You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. everybody and welcome to another episode if you don't like that today's podcast is brought to you by new works plumbing of sacramento locally owned for over 20 years new works has a fix for you and if you should happen an emergency in the middle of the night it's not a problem new works will be there with their 24 7 service just go to newworksplumbing.com for your plumbing needs and repairs new works has a fix for you that's n-e-w-w-r-x-plumbing.com newworksplumbing.com. Well, Deshaun Watson is a member of the Cleveland Browns. And as you can imagine, there has been a lot of criticism from coast to coast. It will be very interesting to see how Watson and the Browns navigate their way through a five-year contract because they will have to navigate. Trust me, there are going to be a lot of bumps on the road. I don't think there's any question about that. Let me read you a couple of excerpts from different people on the Deshaun Watson subject. We start with Jay Mariotti, Substack.com, longtime columnist. He wrote, it's elementary, my dear Watson. All punishment in life is selective, in particular when it involves a spectacular performer at the most important position in team sports. If the person in question was D, unremarkable, or Sean, nondescript, he'd be purged by the NFL and likely headed to prison, having been accused of sexual assault, and inappropriate conduct by 22 women who say he wanted more than back massages. But because his name is Deshaun Watson, and he happens to be one of the best seven or eight quarterbacks on earth, with a decade of prime seasons ahead at age 26, the Cleveland Browns are ignoring a barrage of civil lawsuits and outbidding three other franchises for his services. They are giving him a contract for a straight-up $230 $230 million over five years, the largest amount guaranteed to a player in league history. Alleged crime pays, apparently. Cleveland, let's go. Dog pound, ready to work. Watson greeted his new city in an Instagram post. It's yet another deplorable commentary about a league that claims to emphasize high character and promises to condemn bad actors, but only when circumstances fit its preferred narrative. As a magical playmaker who drives ratings sells tickets, generates buzz, and excites gamblers, Watson is too essential to the NFL experience to be similarly shunned or, heaven forbid, canceled. He is part of a protected species, even when it's difficult to fathom that 22 women 
collaborated to contrive similar stories about him and what goes on under his loose towel. The world, I do realize, is chaotic, opportunistic, and filled with celebrity stalking lawyers. But unlike other he said, she said legal cases that have come across the desk of Commissioner Roger Goodell, Watson's accusers number well into double figures. And the claims are too elaborate and disturbing to ignore. 18 of the 22 women say he appropriately or inappropriately touched them with his penis to say he forced them to perform oral sex on him. Four say he ejaculated on them and two others say he did so in front of them. Four say he groped them. Was he a horny creep who used his weekly bumps and bruises to prey upon professional massage therapists? And just because the Texas grand jury declined to indict Watson doesn't mean he won't lose in civil court. Only in a twisted world does a prominent athlete find significant trouble with the law, then find a 48 million raise awaiting him despite more courtroom drama in the offing. So much for the vow of an improved culture in Cleveland under Jimmy and Dee Haslam, who say they want a progressive, safe, accountable workplace. They even refused to take no for an answer when Watson rejected them Thursday and raised his contract amount to a record level while relinquishing an absurd haul. Three number one draft picks, a third round pick, and a fourth round pick. Then there is Peter King, the famed Hall of Fame writer from Football Morning in America, and he wrote this. I am not going to write about the difference Deshaun Watson makes in the Cleveland Browns as a football team. There will be time for that. Five years. Five obscenely expensive years in which the Browns will pay a question mark $2.7 million per game to play football. I'm going to write about the Browns selling their souls for a football player who has 22 open accusations of sexual assault or sexual harassment against him. This is all necessary, of course, because the Browns acquired Watson from Houston in a blockbuster trade on Friday. Cleveland sent three first-round picks, a third-rounder in 23, a 2024 fourth-rounder in exchange for Watson, and a 2024 fifth-rounder. As part of the deal, Cleveland gave Watson a new five-year, $230 million contract. I don't think any team should go into business with a player, though cleared of criminal charges, who has 22 women accusing him of indecent acts. 31 teams should have risen up and said, we might be interested in this great football player, but only after we know the full scope of what we're dealing with. The fact is, they don't know. Watson could be faultless, and he could have run into 22 women, all of whom are lying, as his attorney Rusty Harden thinks. That would be an incredible coincidence, 22 women all lying, but the legal system needs to play out. What happens, do you think, if the cases run their course and the Browns find they've handed $230 million guaranteed to a man who loses some of these civil suits or one or all? What happens if even some of the ghoulish and sexually graphic offenses described in the reporting of Jenny Ventus for Sports Illustrated in the last year are true? Extrapolate. How would Browns fans, women, and I hope men, feel about wearing their Watson 4 jerseys in the community and the games? How would you feel about your children wearing them? I stress, we are innocent till proven guilty in this country. But in what other business and what other line of work would a person with such serious accusations against him be handed a guaranteed $230 million deal to lead the jewel of the community, a prized and beloved public trust like the Cleveland Browns? He goes on and writes, I don't know how this happened. And I don't know whether there was internal disagreement among the owners or executives of the Browns about signing Watson. I don't know if the Browns volunteered to do this five-year, $230 million deal, the one with $80 million more in guarantees than any contract in NFL history, or 
if it was what Watson's camp insisted. It doesn't matter. The result is the result. Deshaun Watson got a $74 million raise after sitting out the 2021 season. While his legal fate was being decided, how does this happen? What is also reprehensible is the fact that Watson's signing bonus is a reported $45 million, while his first-year salary is a relative puny $1 million, $35 million, or excuse me, $1 million, $35,000. All right, so $1 million, $35,000, which becomes significant if he gets suspended, as is widely expected. The suspension and resulting fine would come out of his salary only. Say the NFL bans him for six games. The fine would be 345000 which is seven-tenths of 1% of his 2022 compensation. It's hard to be more outraged about this story, but that last paragraph makes me want to spit nail. Next up, Steve Serby from the New York Post. Imagine if you are a long-suffering Browns fan. Imagine if you are a woman or someone who respects women. Can you, in good conscience, root for the Browns now? Or imagine if you were simply an NFL fan. Most of us are. It is, after all, our national pastime. Can you, in good conscience, root for Deshaun Watson? How can you not, at the very least, be conflicted? Of course, it doesn't stop there. Leave it to Trevor Bauer, suspended last year for basically his deviant sexual behavior. He put out on Twitter, congrats, Deshaun Watson, on the new contract. Can't wait to watch you play again. Happy to see the NFL and their franchises are allowing you to continue your career after all the BS and lies you've been through recently. Onward and upward. The game is more fun with you in it. How about that? Now to Phil Mushnick, New York Post. Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson recently complained that there's still systemic racism in the NFL directed at black quarterbacks. That doesn't explain the land rush to sign Deshaun Watson after he beat criminal charges for nine sexual assaults. At last count, 22 civil suits have been filed against him by female accusers. So those are just some of the excerpts from stories as it relates to Deshaun Watson. The question is, how does this play out over the career of Deshaun Watson? Do the Cleveland Browns lose sponsorships? Do some fans protest? Do some fans stay away from the stadium? Or are there enough fans who just want a winning football team and they don't really care if Deshaun Watson got naughty with his massages or not and took advantage of females allegedly? I mean, sexual assault and sexual abuse is pretty clear to me. I don't know about you, but these columnists, these people in the media that wrote these stories make some very good points. And the point is, how do you just ignore the allegations of 22 individuals that have filed civil suits? Do you just dismiss their claims like Trevor Bauer did because the grand jury decided not to indict? I mean, what does that mean? Just means they don't feel they have enough evidence to go to the DA and proceed with a case, correct? But what does it mean for the 22 alleged victims who still have civil suits? And... If the allegations are true, and as Peter King wrote, it's hard to imagine that 22 different individuals all are making up this story for some reason to get at Deshaun Watson. Again, I don't know the truth, and as Peter said, innocent until proven guilty. 
But what happens now as Watson moves forward with the Browns? Are there going to be protests in front of the stadium in Cleveland? I mean, really, what is going to happen? What is going to happen with Deshaun Watson? And it brings me back to the initial question that I asked Sean Salisbury a couple of months ago when we were on No Filter Network together. I said, if you were a general manager, would you trade for Deshaun Watson? And he said, yes, if the charges against him were dropped. In other words, if there were no legal charges, speaking criminally. So there are those whose jobs in the National Football League are to win. And as long as a player is eligible to play, and in this case, Deshaun Watson, who will in all likelihood be suspended six games, he's eligible to play. And it only takes one team, but in this case, we understand the Falcons were interested, the Saints were interested. So it wasn't just the Haslam's that wanted Deshaun Watson. There were a couple of other teams that were willing to turn their head. But, I mean, doesn't that happen all the time in sports? How often have teams, how often have fans turned their head when they know that a player, an individual, is doing something egregious, something that just absolutely makes them sick to their stomach, but yet they still root for their team to win because fans put so much emphasis on winning. You know, there's a saying that some things are bigger than sports. Well, actually, there are a lot of things that are bigger than sports. In this particular instance, though, Deshaun Watson hasn't even put on a Browns uniform yet. Again, the league will, in all likelihood, suspend him for at least six games. But then what? And as Peter and the others stated, what happens if Deshaun Watson has to write out big checks in civil suits and more allegations come out, more proof comes out that these accusations are indeed true? Then what do the Browns do? They give him a five-year guaranteed deal. They gave him a guaranteed signing bonus, right? They knew about it when they signed him. You know, if Deshaun Watson does not step over the line, if he does not commit any more alleged egregious acts, the Browns are stuck. They got to pay him. What a bad look this could be for the Browns. And really a bad look for the NFL, who has absolutely no consistency in these types of matters. They really don't. They're lost. I mean, you can go from Daniel Snyder and what's gone on with the Washington football team, now the Washington Commanders, and you can go across the league. Uh, The league just doesn't have any consistency. They don't have any consistency at all on this matter. But this is going to get ugly, make no mistake about it. And let's just say that in two years from now, Deshaun Watson leads the Cleveland Browns to the Super Bowl. And his... Cases are still ongoing. Again, I don't know the legal system. Uh, They may all be wrapped up by then. They may not. What happens if that of Super Bowl week is what everyone's talking about? Another black eye for the National Football League, period. That's all there is to it. There's no way around it. And yet, should an individual be allowed to make a living when they're cleared of criminal charges. I mean, there are a lot of people that are found not guilty or not indicted by the grand jury, but they're still guilty, and you know they're guilty, and I know they're guilty. And in this case, I'm sorry, I'm on the side of guilty as it relates to Deshaun Watson, because like Peter King and so many others, it's called common sense. And common sense tells me that 22 individuals from different states just couldn't all get together and go, hey, let's go after Deshaun Watson. I'm sorry, I don't buy that. I really don't. I, 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 I cannot fathom that. I can't fathom 22 women making up stories 
to get at Deshaun Watson. So if you're a Browns fan, I'd love to know what you think. If you're a fan of the NFL like I am, I am. What do I think? Yeah, I agree with a lot of the things that I read from the excerpts from the various columnists. Absolutely. But in sports, too many people turn their heads. Now, the question is, what would have happened if the New York Giants, a team that I have rooted for since 1962, signed Deshaun Watson? Quite frankly, I'd have a problem with it. I would have a problem with it. The double standards, the hypocrisy in our society now, because somebody is really, really, really good at what they do, it doesn't matter. Stephen A. Smith can go on ESPN and make fun of the Nigerian basketball team's names. He can make fun of Shohei Otani. He can go, I mean, we can just go on and on, and nothing happens to him. Mark Jones from ESPN can put out tweets that are, quite frankly, racist in nature as it relates to Nick Bosa tearing his ACL about Rush Limbaugh, about police escorts to the football stadium, and nothing happens to him. Nothing happens to him at all. Hypocrisy, double standards, we can go on and on. And I'm going to have a lot more on the hypocrisy and double standards of ESPN in today's rant. But Deshaun Watson, something to think about. Something to think about as we move forward in a new football season with Watson, the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now time for our CrowdUltra Q&A. Just go to CrowdUltra.com and maybe I'll answer your question right here on my podcast. Sam asks, is John Calipari the most overrated coach of all time in any sport? No, he's not that. But he is overrated. I did a rant on this the other day. He is overrated. I don't think there's any question. With all that talent year in, year out, and he has only one national championship in 2012 with Anthony Davis, great recruiter, but I'm sorry. Personally, I can't call him a great coach, and I just did so on my rant. He's just not. He is just not. Bouncing off of Josh's question, Tony wants to know, will the Browns, now that they have traded for Watson, does that mean the Texans will target Jimmy Garoppolo? Time will tell. Time will tell. We'll get to Josh's question in a moment if we still have it. Rich wants to know, will the Packers regret trading Adams? I always say this, Rich. I don't have a crystal ball any more than you do. Uh, Time will tell. But they just lost one of the top receivers in the National Football League. But Aaron Rodgers is arguably the best quarterback in football. Maybe they go out and get him another really gifted receiver. Uh, Time will tell. All right. Willie wants to know, do you think there's any way the Lakers win the title this year? Willie, I don't think the Lakers are going to be in the playoffs. I think they're going to lose in the play-in. So, no, I don't think they're going to win. Is there a chance? Yeah, of course there's a chance. Jerry wants to know, how does a universal DH change the game? Well, it's uniformity. Now all of baseball is played under the same rules. Uh, If you thought bunts were rare, you're going to see less bunts now. You're going to see, obviously, the ball put in play a little bit more. 
You will, in occasion, see the pitcher hit, such as Shohei Otani, maybe Madison Bumgarner goes up to pinch hit. Uh, but it's going to change the game in one way, in my opinion, the, the, the most, and it's going to be uniformity. And when you have an all-star game, when you have the World Series, when you have interleague play, everyone's playing by the same rules. All right. Kyle wants to know, have you looked over the new details about Urban Meyer coaching the Jaguars? I have. Kyle, you know what? It's a sick, toxic environment that was going on in the Jacksonville locker room. Awful. Really terrible. Awful. I mean, when you read the quotes from some of the players, Urban Meyer, how on, what, what's the guy thinking? Seriously, what is the guy thinking about? Rob asked, how much further do you think St. Peter's can go in the tournament? Listen, they, they probably are at the end of their road, but they have been a phenomenal story as a 15th seed. As we all know, anything can happen in a 40-minute basketball game, but I would be surprised if they win one more game. I would be surprised. And again, if you want to ask me a question on Crowd Ultra, all you need to do is go to CrowdUltra.com, and just maybe I'll answer your question on my next podcast. It's time for And today's rant is brought to you by the Home Theater Company, audio, video, and home theater. Just go online, hometheatercompany.com. I don't know if you were watching ESPN's coverage of the NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament on Friday, but it started with ESPN's Ellie Duncan saying it's unfair to families that teachers can't discuss sexual orientation with young children. But it went further because the two broadcasters that were announcing the game, Carolyn Peck and Courtney Lyle, they remained silent for two minutes in opposition of Florida's don't say gay bill. Now, I don't normally boycott. I'm not a boycotter, but I think I'm boycotting ESPN. I will watch a live event, but I'm boycotting all programming. I'm not watching anything other than a live event. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to watch the Masters on ESPN on Thursday and Friday. I really don't have a chance or a choice. Today, uh, again, as I'm recording this podcast, staffers at Disney, which is the parent company for ESPN, are staging walkouts over this matter. Now, the don't say gay bill requires that teachers don't discuss sexual orientation and gender identity with children in third grade and younger. That's it. That's it. The governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, quote, here's what I can tell you in the state of Florida. We are not going to allow them to inject transgenderism into kindergartens. First graders shouldn't have woke gender ideology imposed in their curriculums. And that is what we're standing for because we're standing for the kids and we're standing for the parents. Now, I'm going to say this. I don't care what side of the fence you're on here. I really don't. I'm being brutally honest, okay? If you feel that the bill is uh, defamatory, do you feel it's discriminatory, do you feel it's wrong, that's fine. Go ahead. Believe what you want. Okay, if there are others that feel that the bill is great and they don't want that their five, six and seven year old children having that in their curriculum, I respect that, too. Okay, here's what I don't want. I don't want to turn on a sporting event on ESPN and hear this crap. And I'm going to call it crap. You know why it's crap? Because it doesn't belong in the sports arena. All right. It does not belong while I'm watching a basketball game. It doesn't. All right. I don't want to turn on ESPN to watch a sporting event and have to be, you know, just subject to political and social crap jammed down my throat. And that's what I'm calling it because it's a sporting event. Now, in its entirety, it may not be crap. But in the arena, in the stage of a sporting event, it doesn't belong. All right? Just like Black Lives Matter did not belong in Orlando and as Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, admitted after the Lakers won their championship. 
He came right out and said, you know what? We probably overreacted and we need to be more cognizant of the fact that there are people that just want to tune in the game to watch the game. He is absolutely correct. ESPN does not get that. And their double standards and their hypocrisy is beyond comprehension. I mean, their talent, what they can get away with is just mind boggling. But a political statement such as that on a college basketball game, like explain to me why that is allowed. Explain to me what is the reasoning behind that? Because ESPN has gone woke because they're afraid of criticism and backlash. I mean, we can go on and on, can we not? The don't say gay bill does not belong on a college basketball game, period. Has nothing to do with college basketball. And I don't care. You're going to throw the numbers at me that, you know, a certain percentage of the people affiliated with women's sports are gay or whatever. Listen, you know what? Save it for the appropriate stage, not on a college basketball telecast. Okay? I don't want it. I don't want it. And I'm getting sick of it. And so I'm boycotting ESPN. And what I mean by boycotting, I am going to watch the Masters, okay? I am going to watch the Stanley Cup playoffs if a game is on ESPN. I'm not going to lie to you, all right, because that, that I am going to watch it. But I'm not watching any of their other programming. I'm not doing it. This is ridiculous. It's gotten out of hand, and ESPN, to me, should be ashamed of themselves. You know, be ashamed of themselves for allowing these type of political and social issues to be discussed at free will on their airwaves. Have you thought about all the people that don't want it like me? I guess you haven't. And that's my rant for today. And that is my podcast for today. Really appreciate you joining me. Thank you so much. Make it a great day. And we'll be back Friday with another episode, if you don't like that, with Grant Napier. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.